Hello and welcome to the Deep Dive English podcast. My name is Sam, your host, and today we're going to have the first episode where we look at some news and current events. So every week I want to go through a few news pieces. I'm going to essentially read the article and then afterwards I will give my opinion on it. I'll also ask a question for you to think about and perhaps if you're watching this on YouTube, you will be watching the video and you will be able to comment as well. So the nice thing is that if you are on YouTube, then you will be able to see the words while I'm reading. If you're not, you can use the transcript, which will be available in the description. But if you're watching the YouTube video, you will be able to read along with me. So this could be used as a pronunciation exercise, to be honest. So if you want to practice your pronunciation from this video slash podcast, you can wait or pause, yeah, pause the video or podcast after I finish a sentence or maybe a paragraph and try and repeat the same sentence or words back. Uh, you could try and do it in a British English accent if you want to, but you don't have to. You don't have to sound British if you don't want to. I can understand why. The first article that I will be reading is about homelessness in London and homelessness in the UK. Now, some people listening to this might be a little bit confused by homelessness, uh, the, the amount of homelessness in London, because when people think of the United Kingdom or when people think of London, especially, they think of rich people, perhaps. The UK is now the sixth richest um, country in the world. It has one well, of the sixth highest GDP, I think. So it is quite strange that we have so many homeless people in the United Kingdom as well, because we do have a lot of rich people in the United Kingdom. But unfortunately, we also have a lot of people who are poor as well. And we also have quite a few people who are homeless. So let's have a look at these statistics. The headline is rough sleeping in London up 23% to highest level in a decade. So a decade is 10 years. City Hall counts 4,389 people sleeping on the streets in fourth quarter of 2023. So the last three years of 2020, uh, three months of 2023 with Mayor accusing number 10 of turning a blind eye. So the Prime Minister in the United Kingdom lives in number 10 Downing Street, Downing Street being the street. So if you hear the words number 10, they are talking about the Prime Minister. So the mayor is accusing number 10, the Prime Minister, of turning a blind eye, meaning uh, they know that the Prime Minister knows that there's a problem there. They know that homelessness is increasing, homelessness exists in the United Kingdom, but he's looking away. He's pretending he's not seeing it. And that is what turning a blind eye means. So let's get on. Rough sleeping in London is at its highest level in a decade, prompting warnings of a humanitarian crisis. This is expected to get worse. In a 23% year-on-year increase for the fourth quarter of 2023, 4,389 people were counted sleeping on London's streets the most since City Hall started recording figures in 2014. More than half were sleeping rough for the first time. 
homelessness charities called the numbers devastating. The thing about charities and city halls and institutions counting homeless people is that the figure is probably going to be lower than what the reality is because they're not going to count everyone. They're not going to be able to see everyone. Charities don't actually have the precise figure of how many people uh, don't have a home to live in. So you have to take that in mind. Let's continue. The government in its 2019 election manifesto promised to end rough sleeping by the end of this parliament. One in five of those helped to get inside during the Greater London Authority's cold weather initiative this month were refugees who had recently left home office accommodation. Government rules give newly recognised refugees just 28 days to move on. It's a bit of a confusing paragraph. So the government, in its 2019 election manifesto, uh, said they're going to end homelessness by the time they're finished in government. Well, I think they're coming to their time uh, to leave government and they haven't ended homeless, uh, homelessness at all. One in five, so one in five people, those helped to get helped to get inside. Okay, so inside meaning they are getting them off the streets and inside a, a building, a, a house. During the Greater London Authority's Cold Weather Initiative this month uh, with refugees. Okay. Oh, okay, so one in five were refugees. I see. So, wow, okay. That's... Uh, that's you know bad news to hear that people have had to leave a country where war or famine or uh, climate change is affecting them and having to leave their country and then they're coming to the UK and they're only giving 28 days uh, to find permanent accommodation so if you don't have much money that could be definitely problematic. Sadiq Khan, the mayor of London, accused ministers of turning a blind eye to the scale of this national crisis and said the hostile approach to refugees has meant that hundreds of people are becoming homeless or sleeping rough on our streets. Yep, not nice to see. I think anyone living in the United Kingdom over the last 10 years uh, will have a subjective experience where they don't have data, they don't have research but through their existence and living and walking through town centres and city centres, they will have seen an increase in homelessness. And it's horrible to see, especially in these colder months of the year. So we have a little graph here and we have um, showing us the amount of homeless people counted uh, in Greater London in the last, well, nine years. And right now it's at its highest level. So the earliest point on the graph is quarter one 2014 to 2015 and it looks about 2400 people were recorded sleeping rough or homeless in greater london and now that figure has gone up to 4389 that's a huge increase that's almost double so you have to ask yourself questions here when you see uh, a, a change like this and a trend going in one direction, which is up. There has been, there was a dip actually in 2020. Maybe this has something to do with the pandemic. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, well, actually, I, I remember during the pandemic, there were some hotels that were uh, giving. There was one in Shrewsbury, which is my hometown, actually. I think it's called the Prince Rupert Hotel. And the manager of that hotel, because no one was staying in the hotel because it was COVID, it was a pandemic, that he 
uh, he let homeless people stay in the rooms in the in the uh, hotel, which is obviously a very nice thing to do. Uh, but it shouldn't it shouldn't be the responsibility of business owners to look after and house uh, homeless people. That is the job of the government, and also, uh, yeah, the, the government has to. That's that's their responsibility to make sure that everyone has a home over the head, especially when you're living in the sixth richest economy in the world. So, when there are trends like this, societal trends, a, a huge increase in numbers where individuals are either getting a lot richer or getting a lot poorer, it's quite easy to blame the individual. And when you see a rich person, you like Elon Musk, you might say, wow, you know, that person through their individual actions uh, has got to the place that they have. So through their own choices, through their own intelligence, through their own creativity, and everything to do with them. That's the reason why they're successful. And in many cases, it, it is. You know, you it'll, it'll be difficult to find someone who's incredibly rich who just get, got given the money. Though, well, there are lots of people like that, especially in England. Their families just gave them the money and they're rich because of it. But a lot of the people who are incredibly successful uh, have have been able to uh, be successful because of the systems and structures that they live in. So for example, um, in the book Outliers, I think it's Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell, he looks at some hyper successful people, uh, Bill Gates, for example, and we he kind of works out why these people are successful. And what, one of the main themes, and I will admit, is hard work and talent. Absolutely. A lot of rich people, um, they are talented, they're incredibly successful. But if Bill Gates was born in the 1800s in, in a working class family in Manchester, he would be working in a factory 16 hours a day. He wouldn't have been able to make Microsoft. He would have been working in that factory 16 hours a day. And what he wouldn't have been successful at that time. That's just one example of being born had in a different time. If you're born in a different country, for example, if Elon Musk was, I think he's born in South Africa, but if he was born in another country in Africa into um, a different family, he probably, he wouldn't be the same person he is today. So luck does actually, is is very important. And also the, uh, the systems and structures uh, that people live in, especially the political and economic one. The same is said where, with uh, homeless people as well. So when you see a homeless person, you might have the same approach as when you see a hyper-successful person and think that person's individual actions uh, have led them to get to the position they are today. So that homeless person is homeless because of their individual actions. But when you see uh, a trend where more and more and more homeless people are becoming homeless, it's not just a coincidence that people are making worse and worse and worse decisions. They're making these decisions that might lead them to uh, to homelessness within a society and a system and a structure. And if there are policies which 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 have a connection or a causal effect to inc homelessness increasing, you have to look elsewhere apart from the individual for people that are successful and people that are not successful or homeless. So that's my rant over. Let's continue with the article. Matt Downey, the chief executive of Crisis, which is a charity in the UK, 
issued a reminder of the cruelty rough sleepers faced, saying nine in 10 people experience violence or abuse, with many having had bricks or bottles thrown at them, while others have been urinated on. Disgusting. The London borough with the most rough sleepers were Westminster, Camden, Ealing, according to the latest figures, 40% of those counted were from the UK and the rest from Europe, 24% uh, in Europe, Africa, 15%, Asia, 10% and else, elsewhere and not known. Wow, that's actually pretty interesting that only 14% of 40% are from the UK. That's uh, it's a strange statistic. Fiona Colley, the director of Social Change at Homeless Link, a coalition of charities, said the woeful shortage of affordable homes and rocketing rents in the city are not giving people a fighting chance. This is a disaster that must be addressed immediately. We are calling on Jeremy Hunt to use the spring budget to safeguard homelessness support for ensuring services are fully funded. That's absolutely true. Yeah, if people can't afford rent, then they have to move out to the most more expensive places and they have to go and find cheaper and cheaper and cheaper accommodation until they can't afford anything. And rent has increased so much in the United Kingdom and London is a very expensive place to live. So what else did they say? Affordable homes, rocketing rents. Yeah, that that's the problem in, in, in the UK that f- f- there are not many homes that are affordable, especially to buy, especially in London. So support services, meanwhile, reported an increase in demand in January since the record figures were gathered. Our deep concern here is that we have not reached the peak of this crisis, said John Glenton, executive director of care and support at Riverside, a housing charity. Emma Haddad, the chief executive of St. Mungo's, a charity helping rough sleepers in London, said its outreach teams have been inundated with new people sleeping on the streets and called for emergency support to help people find housing and a pause on evictions from home, office, asylum, accom- uh, accommodation during, okay, they haven't put a space here, uh, during severe weather. The shortage of affordable and appropriate housing is leaving far too many people vulnerable, she said. A department for levelling up housing and communities spokesperson said, we have given London boroughs over 191 million through rent through through the Rough Sleeping Initiative programme to tackle homelessness and rough sleeping. Yep, that is the article then. So as you can see, not good news um it's horrible to see that people are suffering so much in um in the uk and uh, i want to hear your take on this do you agree with me that you have to look at the systems and structures that people live in or are you of the opinion that if you are rich it's all down to your individual choices 